Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Disordered Podcast. Happy Wednesday. I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. Hope everyone is getting into the spring weather. I know that here in Texas, it was like spring for a second. And then the past couple days, it's been so chilly here. But the projected next few days are supposed to be back to the 80s, which I love to see because that means picnic weather and I love everything outdoors. So I'm so excited. So today we are talking about five lies that your eating disorder tells you and the truth behind them. I'm so excited to talk about this. I think it hits some really good points, but before we get into that, let's do a quick little life update. This past week was South by Southwest in Austin, and I feel like I'm kind of like winding down from the craziness. I literally didn't even do that many things for South by Southwest this year. I think I was just very overwhelmed by the amount of options there are and didn't even want to deal with it, but I feel like just in general, south by southwest just obviously brings in so many people to the city and so it was just very crowded i was very out of my routine last week my sister came and visited and yeah it just made me feel a little bit behind a little bit out of my routine but all good things we're getting back into it this week so i'm definitely excited to kind of just chill this week hang out, (laughs) kind of wind down from the craziness that this last month has been. I honestly think the last month has probably been one of the busiest months of my life. I want to say that, but then it's like, I feel like when you compare it to what I was doing in high school or college, maybe it's not that bad, but you know, all relative and it is just a whole new ball game working full time and still having to do all your responsibilities and actually take care of yourself like an adult. And that's something that I am still in the process of working on. So we're going to get there. It'll be good. We'll get there one day at a time. But yeah, that's just the latest for me. So with all that being said, let's get into the episode. Okay, so like I said before, we are talking about five lies that your eating disorder tells you and the truth behind them. So Lie number one is your eating disorder tells you that you have to work to eat or compensate in one way or another to eat the food that you want. And this can look like, okay, I I really want to eat X, Y, and Z, so I need to go to the gym today. Or I didn't go to the gym today, so therefore I cannot eat X, Y, and Z. That could be one example of how it can look. Another way it can look is saying that I didn't do enough today. I don't really deserve to eat this or or I shouldn't eat that because I just kind of laid around all day. That is a lie that not even necessarily an eating disorder tells you, but just disordered thoughts around food can tell you. And the truth behind them is your body deserves food and needs energy to live sustainably to be healthy, to function regardless of what you do. And when I was kind of in the depths of my eating disorder, I found this to be true a lot. I had a really hard time justifying eating things if maybe I wasn't as active that day, maybe if I wasn't doing as much as I normally do. I had just a really hard time justifying giving myself the foods that I was wanting. 
because those disordered thoughts kind of get in your mind and are saying that hey if you don't do this you're just gonna lose control completely and that in itself is a lie and we'll get more into that the aspect of control around food and just disordered eating in general but for lie number one when you get in those thoughts where you're saying that i didn't do this therefore i can't eat this or i did this and therefore i can't eat this you just need to remind yourself that you deserve food and you deserve to eat and i obviously know that sounds very cliche and like what is it going to do if you say that but give yourself what you deserve treat yourself like you would another person and you would never say that to someone else you would never look at someone else and say you didn't go to the gym today you can't eat that and again i feel like all the things i'm saying right now are very cliche and sound really silly but i think when i was going through recovery i just had to realize that it's okay to eat and i would just have to go things and say eating this thing when my body is craving it and i am hungry it's not gonna do what my eating disorder tells me it's gonna do it's not gonna make me gain three thousand pounds and just feel awful about myself it's not going to do any of that stuff and you kind of have to let go of the power your eating disorder has over you when it feeds you those thoughts and say okay let's say i do eat this one thing and it makes me gain 100 pounds which obviously like i said it won't but let's say it does okay like then what you just kind of have to go through this like then what then what then what because when you get to the end of the then what's typically it's never it's never as bad as you think it's gonna be and i feel like i kind of had to walk through that a lot and just say okay if i do this and what i think is gonna happen happens then what and once you go through that enough you realize that nothing is as bad as you think it is so that's lie number one and again the truth is that your body deserves food at all times that it is craving it and needing it telling you it's hungry that's its way of saying that it needs food and it deserves it it needs it to be healthy to function regardless of what you're doing exercise wise or activity wise you deserve to eat if you are hungry line number two is your eating disorder tells you that you'll eat normally once you weigh x amount of pounds or look like whatever way you're trying to look like or so you think you're trying to look like And the truth is that you deserve to eat now because the truth of the matter is your obsession with food and how you look, the the things your eating disorder is feeding you, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop if you get to a way you think you're going to look or the pounds you think you need to weigh because you're gonna look at yourself once you get to that if you do and say okay now i i have to keep it this or i want more and nine times out of ten it's you wanting more you wanting to be less amount of pounds you wanting to look now this way even though you look maybe the way you thought you wanted to it's always going to be wanting more And so you're never going to get to the point of satisfaction. And even if you do, and this is coming from my experience, I got to the point that I thought I wanted to look like. And you think that, okay, I'm here. I'm just going to like enjoy food now and just live my life. 
That's not how it goes. Once you get to that point, you say, well, now I have to keep it. Now I have to sustain it. Now I have to keep going and doing what I was doing to get here because that's what got me here. And I can't mess up now because I'm here and and this is what I wanted and I can't lose it. And a lot of this also has to do with body dysmorphia. And I think when I was in my eating disorder, I did have body dysmorphia. I think majority of women have body dysmorphia not trying to like generalize people but just from my experience with my friends and everyone i think a lot of people have experience with body dysmorphia and i would just not see myself how i actually was and so i always thought i needed to keep going and always thought i needed to double down and do better and x y and z and so the fact of the matter is you're never going to get to that point that you think you are in your head where you're going to be able to eat food regularly just at the flip of a dime or whatever that saying is it's always going to be i want more i want this i want now this and now i'm going to work for this so you need to realize that your eating disorder is feeding you that lie but the truth is that you deserve to eat what you want now it doesn't matter how you look it none of that matters and i think that's the point that the eating disorder really boils down to that's the hardest point to overcome is that it doesn't matter your looks and your shape in x y and z that's the hardest part to realize but the main core of it is you're not going to get to that point that you think you will where you're going to be able to eat food normally with your eating disorder you need to fully recover from those thoughts to be able to move forward and eat normally again that's the only way you're going to do it you can't do it with your eating disorder And just all of a sudden, you lose whatever weight you think you needed to. Your eating disorder doesn't shut off to where you can just start eating normally again. You need to work to it and work on that recovery. And then you can get to that point where you have that food freedom. It's not just going to come overnight. Okay, so lie number three is your eating disorder tells you that if you treat the eating disorder, it will make you gain weight or be fat which i don't like using that word in this podcast because i think it's just i mean i don't know that that word bugs me but that is something that my my eating disorder would tell me so i thought i would include it but the truth is that your weight is not the thing to focus on in recovery and i think what's tricky with this episode is a lot of the truths are the hardest part to accept in this one specifically i'm i'm still working on and the the truth of that lie is the main part that i like to focus on is when you recover from an eating disorder you are prioritizing your mental recovery that is the main part your mentality around food all the things that your your head is telling you surrounding food and looks and i think the physical aspect is the trickiest with eating disorder recovery because obviously eating disorders are centered around your physical appearance. But the truth of the matter is when you're recovering from an eating disorder, that mental freedom is the thing that you should be prioritizing. You should look at that mental freedom, that food freedom as your goal. It should not be anything physically. And I know it's so it's so hard but i think if you focus on the mental freedom it can kind of overshadow 
you focusing on the physical aspect and that's really what i had to do with my recovery was say i want to get to the point where i can eat this and not feel guilt or i want to get to the point where i can go out to eat and not feel the need to look up calories i want to get to the point where i can go to my friend's birthday party and eat cake i want to get to this point make those goals that are surrounded by mentality rather than i'm scared to go into recovery because i'm scared i'm going to gain weight and Maybe that'll happen, maybe it won't, but the thing is you need to focus on a different aspect of recovery to not make that your focal point. Okay, lie number four is your eating disorder tells you that if you start eating again, you'll lose control. And the truth of that is that once you kind of get further along in recovery or even past recovery, your body stabilizes and you learn to trust yourself again and this was a huge fear of mine when i was going through recovery because i dealt a lot with binge eating disorder and kind of the premise around binge eating disorder is you don't have control over food because you're restricting so much and so this was a fear of mine in recovery because in my head i was like okay if i go through recovery Am I just going to be binging 24-7 because my body doesn't know how to have these cues, these fullness cues anymore? But the thing that I have learned is my body learned to trust itself again. It learned that when I'm hungry, I'll feed it. When I'm craving something, I'll give it what it's craving. When I'm full, I'll stop eating. It doesn't matter the time of day. It doesn't matter what the food is. It doesn't matter what I ate for breakfast. It doesn't matter what I had for a snack. It doesn't matter when I had a snack. None of these like food rules that we make up for ourselves or maybe the media tricks us into believing is true. Whatever it is, when you go through recovery, your body learns it can trust itself again and that was my experience going through recovery and it really really helped kind of learn that that was a complete lie that maybe at the beginning I felt out of control with my recovery where I felt like I was just eating a lot or eating a ton of this one certain food group versus this other certain food group and some days I would only crave this and other days I would only crave that but At this point now, three years into recovery, I feel like I have a very, very good relationship with food and listening to my body and my cravings. Okay, lie number five that your eating disorder tells you is how I look defines me and what my weight is defines me as well. And the truth behind this is that your weight doesn't define who you are how you look doesn't define who you are the truth is god and how he loves you defines who we are and i think that this is genuinely just the biggest pocket i feel like i am blanking on a different um phrase to use other than pocket of peace in my life which just reminds me of um Oh, what's that TikToker? Nabella? Is that how you pronounce her name? Where she does pockets of peace. But genuinely, like, this has shaped the way I live. Knowing that God chooses me every single day. He chooses me, loves me, regardless of how I look, regardless of how I messed up the day before, regardless of what I said yesterday to myself, regardless of 
if I maybe relapse a little bit in my eating disorder, maybe if I am not treating myself very well, maybe if I am not treating someone close to me very well, if I mess up, he's still there the next day and he says, I choose you today. Again, over and over and over again, every single day. Because him choosing us has genuinely shaped the way that I treat myself and that I live. One of my favorite verses is Isaiah 41.10 and it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I think this is such a comforting phrase because when we're going through eating disorders or even the recovery, it can feel pretty lonely at times because we just get so in our head about these lies that our eating disorder is telling us. And once you start going through recovery, you really start having this internal battle about lies between the truth. And I think that verse is so comforting because it's telling us that God is there with us. He's with us in the fire. He's with us in every single step of the way. We never, ever, ever have to feel afraid because he is there and he is fighting for us and he strengthens us and gives us every tool that we could possibly need to get through what we're getting through and i don't know i just i love thinking about that and i think i've talked about a lot that i've felt that i have found my worth in other things whether it's my appearance or what boys think of me or whatever it is i have really done that and it's just made me so fragile during those times if i'm putting my worth in what a guy thinks of me it's like i just i'm constantly seeking it i'm being like obsessive and crazy i need validation all the time and as soon as maybe he doesn't give me the validation i'm looking for i just can't function i i can't go on about my day until i get that validation that i need but the truth is if we start seeking it from god where it's never changing i never ever ever have to be like hey god like do you still love me like do you are you still like cool with me or whatever i never have to be like that because he tells day in and day out i choose you today again i'm here again i'm showing up for you i love you the same as i did yesterday and i will love you the same tomorrow it's an internal promise it doesn't matter if we mess up as long as we are seeking him and constantly learning to grow and do better and he sees that it's not you know it's not even conditional on on if he sees us working it's like he wants to love us it's not if we only do x y and z then he'll want to love us it's like he loves us no matter what and that's such a comforting promise to know and that helped me so much going through my recovery was knowing that he loves me. He wants the best for me. He says I'm beautiful in how I was made and he made me perfectly and he made it. So my body is perfect in how it is and it knows how to take care of itself. I don't need to do anything to kind of press down what my body's telling me because he made it so it can take care of itself. And that's just such a beautiful thing. And I have loved kind of going through recovery and relearning things about my body and about myself and what I like and what I don't like. And it's been a really great process. And yeah, 
Those were the five lies that your eating disorder tells you and the truth behind them. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I talked about it last week and the week before, but I have an Instagram now for the disordered podcast. It's just at the disordered podcast or wait, no, not the, it's just at disordered podcast with two T's at the end of it. That's it. It's, It's still new as you can tell, but feel free to send me a DM. I love chatting and I will, I will always talk to you for how long, however long you want you want to talk for days i'm there let's talk for days i don't care but i hope you guys have a great rest of your night or day or morning whenever you're listening to this too and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye